Welcome back to another episode of Super Bloom. I'm your host, Hava, and today we're going to be talking all about trust. Now, there's so much around self-love in our society right now because that is so important. If you want to experience more love, you have to give more love, and starting with yourself first is not only the easiest in terms of accessibility of someone to love, you are always with you. It's not always the easiest to do or offer yourself love or find ways that truly make you feel loved, but you are your most accessible person to love. What I don't hear talked about as much or really at all is self-trust. And for me, I feel in a way like I've mastered my self-love practices and ways of incorporating self-love into truly like my everyday life. And I can share more about that because it's always fun to exchange wisdom and practices around self-love because I can't ever get enough of yummy self-love. What really inspired me to talk about self-trust today is I had to recognize how I have broken my trust so many times and that I'm currently building my internal trust again. The only way I can build my self-trust is by my actions and that's similar to the way I also build trust with others now. I used to offer my trust with nothing more than the bare minimum from others. I would trust people's words that were empty. I would trust people's love that was false. I just simply saw the world through these rosy colored glasses. I assumed everyone truly meant what they said because I mean what I say. And even when I say things that maybe soon I want to change my mind or I think differently, I will always recognize that. I'll be accountable where like, this is what I said and here's a reframe now that I live by, a reframe of that mindset, a reframe of that thought. I personally love that. I think there's so much beauty in that when we can share so authentically in the moment with ourselves, with others, that we do change our minds. Obviously, if you're saying everything you say and you're just changing everything you say, either you're in a huge transition moment of your life or maybe you are the type of person that needs to slow down before they respond. Maybe that's just your style of communication of like, okay, let me pause. Let me really think through. Let me digest what I just heard, what I'm receiving and I'll let you know when I'm ready to respond. I've also learned that I am that person sometimes as well. I feel this need to quickly say things or answer or even to myself internally, like I quickly need to set these large tasks or these long list of daily goals. And what I realize is if I just took a moment to slow down and realize what really needs to get done today to feel productive, to feel like I'm moving forward, to feel like I can actually accomplish what I'm saying I'm going to do so I can build trust. Because I have found not only did I break my trust 
the most by engaging in my last relationship. That was just a perfect storm of completely destroying my own identity. My my self-love was completely suffocated because all my love was being given as an offering to my partner and it just I was left with a very empty cup. And what I realized is my cup wasn't even always empty, but there was a crack in it. And the crack was the toxic relationship, was this false love that I was engaged with. And it's okay, but it needed to change because it wasn't going to work with the life I knew I was set out building and the purpose I'm here to fulfill. So I had to change. And the only way to change was to leave and exit that partnership. And when that happened, I was able to realize, okay, now I'm filling up my own cup, but it's still draining so quickly. What's wrong with this cup? And I realized, okay, there's a crack in the cup. And that crack, I was able to identify as a lack of self-trust and a lack of self-love. But even by me building my self-love practice, there was these challenges that were arising and I realized because the root of it was I didn't trust myself. So even when I was gazing into my own eyes or I was journaling affirmations or I was praying or whatever it may be, even if I was writing or singing, I didn't trust myself because the previous two years of this relationship... I had been putting myself in a very threatening environment and I had constantly been completely self-sabotaging without always having the full awareness. But I look back at my journals, even from the day I met that person, and I knew my gut always told me that this was not the best to continue, that there was something wrong, that there were these red flags not only that he was showing up with, but that I was showing by dismissing certain behaviors and by allowing myself to be taken advantage of and to be manipulated. And although I didn't know the depths of my experience when I was in it, because sometimes I've noticed when I'm just in it, I am in it. And I'm the type of person to give it my all, so I was really deep in ways so unaware of how unmanageable my life was, of how far I distanced myself from my internal compass of intuition and guidance and trust and love and courage and confidence. Like I was so numb to my own wisdom. The greatest gift of the relationship and leaving the relationship and just overcoming that challenge in itself is this beautiful reconstruction of self-trust. And the ways I've done this and continue to practice this every day, this is probably the most important and chapter of my life right now is building my self-trust. Because when you have a foundation of trust in your relationship with yourself and with others, Oh, it's the strongest foundation for anything and everything to be built on and to thrive from. So this is very important for me. And I have been able to create a sense of peace in my life 
and to feel this internal peace to really take the time to build trust. And it's been a long, challenging process that is still very much in its process. (laughs) Like I'm very much still in this chapter of building self-trust. One of the ways I've been doing it is in the moment, I've also mentioned this in a previous podcast episode, but I'm still doing it where as I'm doing an action, I will out loud inform myself of what I'm doing. So even if it's like I'm making my bed right now, and the fact that I'm saying right now indicates that I am actually doing what I'm saying I am doing. Because in my journey as an artist, as a human, I do run into this obstacle of procrastination. I've always witnessed it in me as a student in school, as just an entrepreneur, as a creative. I definitely procrastinate and I'm learning there's many reasons why procrastination is a thing. It's not necessarily lazy or unmotivated. It can be things like an unregulated nervous system or your hormones, just where you're at in that moment. And I never considered any of those factors. And I would just instantly shame myself of like, oh, you're just lazy or you're not motivated or I'm not feeling purposeful. But that might not always be the truth. So I'm releasing those stories and really getting to the root of my procrastination, which is ultimately leading me back to, you guessed it, self-trust. By taking the time to inform myself out loud and affirm that I'm doing what I said I'm going to do in that moment, I've been able to slowly and subconsciously build this program of trust in my mind where this internal woman is like, oh, She said she was going to make her bed and now she's making her bed. She really is doing what she said she's going to do. Great. Now I can trust her. Now I can trust her when she says she's going to write that book or release that podcast episode or release her album. And so subconsciously, this trust is being built that we are now allowing ourselves to call in the resources we need because we now know we will fulfill what we said we're going to do. And that's super important. Another way I build self-trust is listening to my intuition and making a decision based on how my heart feels. And you have to first figure out where does your intuition live in your body? Like where do you feel that sensation of ultimately your internal truth? Where does that throb? Where does your truth throb in your body? And it's not in the gut for everyone. You know, a lot of us hear, okay, like your gut feelings is your intuition, which is true for many, but is that true for you? So taking a moment to really identify where in your body do you feel the trust throb. And for me, I oftentimes have felt it was in my gut, but now I'm starting to realize it's in my heart and it's definitely not in my head. Like when I'm in my headspace and I'm trying to logically make sense of how I'm feeling and what's going on, I'm way too sensitive and like aware of so much of the energies and what's happening. And I can create these very illustrative, unique and dynamic stories in my mind. Like it just, for me, that's not the space where my intuition is coming from. So by knowing that, 
I also know if I'm in my head so much, let me take a moment. Let me breathe deeply for three breaths. Let me just sit and get into my heart. And that can be as simple as asking your heart, what is the best decision for me right now? And just listen and practice being able to listen. And you might not always hear it through words. Your intuition can speak through emotions, through sensations in the body, through scent, through sight, through taste. Like our bodies are so dynamic. So learning how yours works as an individual is essential for building self-trust. So once you've identified where your intuition and your truth is throbbing, then you can now have this beautiful guidance to trust. And that's very, very important. So not only do I affirm what I'm doing in the moment, but I've identified where my intuition comes from and... I get into that space, the heart space, and then I trust it undoubtedly. If my heart is telling me one thing, I do it because for so long, I would argue with myself. I would argue with this sensation. I would argue with this truth that was being revealed to me. But by neglecting my own indication of truth, and of guidance and of wisdom coming from me within me by ignoring that and causing internal conflict and argument and denial, well, my own trust was like, bitch, if that bitch ain't gonna listen to me, we we tune in somewhere else, we doing something else. And it just got to the point where I lost that accessibility to that wisdom, to that guidance, because I kept rejecting it over and over again. So challenge yourself. If this is something you feel, challenge yourself to really, even if it's like a decision where you're like, no way, I'm really going to not go to the event. I'm really not going to go. And it's like, no, yeah, yeah, you're really not going to go because there's some reason you're feeling an intense sensation that you need not be there. <laughs> like, why did it just feel like that was like Bridgerton language? You need not. It's just so interesting. There's so many ways to build trust again with yourself. And that those are the two main things that are really helping me right now. Affirming myself in the moment, um, identifying my truth internal truth where it's coming from and get make sure I get in that space and kind of tune to that space within me. And another thing is things that I feel a lot of resistance to, but I know in my heart or wherever your intuition lives, like if it, if your intuition lives in your gut or if it lives in your mind, then you can replace when I, or if it lives in your heart, then shout out to you. Um, but you can replace when I say heart with whatever part of your body, your intuition lives in. I often find that I resist doing the things I know in my heart is going to benefit me in every way. For example, sweating and exercising at least five days a week. I know that's where I need to be to feel my most optimal self, but I'll resist that. 
I'll find reasons. Oh, I can't go to that class today. Or, oh, it's gloomy out, so I'm not going to, you know, run outside today. No, 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 no. That is breaking your trust. You know what you need and you're not giving yourself what you need for whatever reason. We can talk about where all that is coming from in, in another podcast, but what I do, what I do in that case is I tell myself I'm going to do it anyway. It's almost like there's this joker energy where it's like, oh, do you really, do you really want the best for you? Let's see. Let's see how real you are about it. I'm going to throw out this internal conflict. I'm going to throw this excuse. I'm going to give you an opportunity to reject your truth. And so this archetype that lives within me, I, as my fully aware conscious self, have to kind of go head to head with that internal version of me, one of these internal archetypes. So for example, if I know I need to take a cold shower, even for 30 seconds every day, And I'm like, oh, I'm just, it's cold outside. I don't want to be cold. I'm like, we're doing it anyway. In the moment, there's no time in between. It's like, nope, we're doing it. And that has really helped build internal trust. Let's just overview the three things that I had mentioned. The first thing is affirming yourself of the action you are doing while you're doing it. The second thing is to identify where in your body you feel your intuition, where your truth is throbbing in your body. Where is that for you? And then the second part to that is trusting it, undoubtedly listening to your internal wisdom. Even if it's uncomfortable, even if you didn't think in your mind that that was the choice that was best for you, you're going to listen to your guidance, your intuition. And the third thing is understanding that there may be an internal archetype that wants to test your truth, wants to offer you an opportunity to really prove to yourself and yourself only that you know what you are here to do. You know what you are here to fulfill. You know what you are worthy of. So can you, in those moments of an internal conflict, really be an advocate for your truth? And those three things are magic sauce. (laughs) And if you can find yourself practicing at least one of those starting today, you will see a change. You will see a shift in your self-trust practice. So no matter where you've been, no matter how low you have felt, no matter if you feel like you are unworthy of another breath in this life, start one of these today. If I can crawl my way out of the depths that I went to, the darkness that I have felt by using these practices to rebuild, reconstruct, strengthen, and become the woman I am today. I believe there's people out there that can use these and can thrive with them. And I'm so, so happy that I'm here on the other side And I'm far from perfect and I have a lifetime of practice to go and more tools to learn about and more tools to share. But this is what I have for me now. This is what I want to offer you today. And I like to say, take what resonates and leave the rest behind. It's not for you, but what is for you, may it serve you to the fullest. And 
I'm just so grateful that you tuned into this episode. This is Super Bloom, the podcast for you to empower your essence. I'm Hava. It has been such a pleasure hosting you today. And no matter where you're at in the world, I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day or evening. And I will tune in with you next week. Thanks for listening. And if this episode resonated with you, I invite you to share it with at least three friends who you know could benefit from building their self-trust practice. Sending you so much love and I'll see you soon.